0: Hey guys, we're back again for another week Woo! We won a game we, we did win the game <laughs> <laughs> You win some, you lose some Yeah, that's what the losers say <laughs> yeah, That's
1: right that's, Hey, today's show, we're going to follow up on Our asking you guys what trades we should do On the Jazz roster And introduce next week's touching topic Plus, we've got to follow up on a couple games Especially the T-Wolves games t Wolf game We've got a giveaway later in the show Ooh, today. That's exciting. big news, and we're going to be calling Ty Sullivan live on air with you guys.
0: Ah, what are the odds? Yes, give me a percentage of him
1: answering. This time. I'm going to go. We're going to hassle the guy at the front desk. Gonna Let's go we're going to go about eight percent.
0: We're not taking no for an answer. Okay. Okay,
1: we're going to probe a little
0: bit more. It's going to be, be good. Fun. We're glad you guys are here. Yeah, welcome. You guys are listening to Jazz Beats, um, your Utah Jazz podcast by fans for fans. Yes. How do you like that? The best fans. <laughs> I'm Jackson Stevenette. This is Tyson. Welcome. we got a, we got a lot to talk about. Should we Should we get into the touchy topic? Well, I think we had a
1: lot of traction on the touchy topic this week, so I think we should dive into it. You ready?
0: the touchy
1: topic of week.
0: So last week we asked you guys who, if anybody, would you trade on the Jazz, and if you had ideas on it. Ideas on who you would go for, to let us know. It reminder this was off a rough road trip, yeah, and there was a lot of negative going on in Jazz Nation. Yeah,
1: I was negative. Yeah, <laughs> our last podcast was negative. It was hard
0: I, to be positive. It,
1: it was a hard question because realistically, I mean, we don't have a lot of bartering leverage no, when it comes to what contracts we, really we could don't. actually trade for. We kind of put all of our cards down in the off season. To get who we have
0: now. And well, so that makes it tough. Yeah. So the, the people we want to get rid of, why why would anybody else want to acquire them is is the issue, I feel like. Right. Are right. the assets we have. Well, there aren't very many. <laughs> That's
1: Well and, and, and I don't there's no other teams that are needing what we want to get right. rid of. <laughs> so
0: there was there was one name that was thrown about pretty much every comment mentioned in Dante XM. I think jazz fans are, are fed up with the talk of his potential. and right. I, I mean, think that's
1: the most frustrating thing. Okay, yeah, we've had players who have been injured in the past and they haven't been able to play for seasons or games on end, but when they keep telling us all the hype of how great he's going to be and if we start forming our team around what he could be right, and then it never comes, I mm. mean, that's, that's just
0: poor strategizing. Especially after we renewed his contract for another three years. That's where it was, was frustrating. Not happy. No. So, um, <laughs> some specifics on Exxon. Donald Warner said, uh, let's go ahead and trade Exxon for a three-legged cow that gave sour milk. So, that's the, that's what we're dealing with, of the hate for, for Dante Exxon right and, now. And
1: a lot of the comments don't stray far from that. Actually, no. what was that guy's name? Donald? Donald Jackson has a cow here, and it has all four legs, and it produces sour milk. So, I'm come gonna, on I'm down. I'm going to call we'll Gail. We'll, we'll work something <laughs> out.
0: We may need to, to make contracts line up, maybe to right. throw some cash in there somewhere. That would <laughs> be an
1: interesting jersey. What else What else do people say about um, Dante? Devin
0: said XM for a washing machine. Right. You know, those those Whirlpools now, those are, Spin those are cycle, high baby. dollar. Yeah. Spin cycle, that's a good NBA yeah. move. And front loaders, I mean, it's, it's good stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he got bashed around quite a bit. And yeah. uh, in fact, there wasn't a lot of positivity on our bench, which... They no. were really the end result of us losing the last game.
0: For good reason too. Our bench has been poor. pretty poor this most of this year.
1: Everybody's nervous, you guys included, when Donovan, Rudy, everybody sits out and all of a sudden we have just our no-name benchers out and one one starter. Yeah. And sometimes they keep Donovan in for a couple yeah. minutes while they're making the transition. And and Joe That's Ingles hard.
0: hasn't been himself when he comes off the bench, and we're going to get to that a little later, but yes. he has been underperforming coming off the bench as well. Yeah. Um but realistically, what are
1: our thoughts? What are your th- I mean, what are your thoughts, Jackson? Realistically, there, who would you trade? You have to actually write up a
0: contract. There were some talks about, well, a few comments about Kevin Love, going for Kevin Love. Right. I don't think that would ever work for the Jazz just cuz of contracts. He's he's asking or he's at like $29 million contract right now and for order to in order for that trade to work, we would have to throw in a a Joe Ingles and maybe a guy like Bogdanovich which there's there's no way that's happening right now
1: yeah yeah, you're talking multiple players too though right yes. you're, you're talking yes. we, Bogdanovich an, and Dante and Exum
0: and, a, oh. and a, like a Jeff Green as well I mean right. 30 million dollars to come up with that to make that match is going to be 3 or 4 guys
1: and I know Joe Ingles hasn't been the Joe Ingles he was a year and a half ago but I still don't think Jazz fans are willing to let him
0: go for no. Kevin Love there would be riots in no. the streets in Salt Lake <laughs> Um, but as far as me, I, I mean, Exum's my first thought too. Um, the problem is, is finding somebody who wants him. So in order to do that, we would probably need to acquire a bigger contract from a, a poor team who's looking to just get rid of money, so right. they can. They're
1: trying to clear their budget. Right,
0: so they can go for free agents in the off season. Um, right. Who's that? Who is that? I saw a guy, um, a guy like Marcus Morris Ooh, okay. from the Knicks. I know the Knicks aren't really planning on being playoff team right now. <laughs> right, it's pretty rough there, but. His contract is a little bit larger than Nexum, so I think it would align and we could take it on for a year. What's his position? What's He's, he's a power forward? He's the Knicks have forward. like nineteen power forwards. They are all right power now. Forwards. Yeah. They went that strategy. <laughs> we they saw the Lakers power, going big power, and they're power. like <laughs> Power sounds big. Let's, <laughs> Let's just get it. a bunch of them. So that's working out for the well for them. So Yeah,
1: but it the size of the Lakers has been good for them. The best record in right. the NBA. Yeah, I think I'm they're tied sure first they're right not, now with
0: Milwaukee. Wow, they're impressive. Yeah. So what What do you think? You Any know, mine's thoughts? probably
1: not as realistic as yours, but... But I, that was,
0: that's what makes it fun. <laughs> I want Redick
1: on the team. because I and, and he's got two years on his contract. Dante's got two years on his contract. Redick's actually not that much more money than we're paying Dante already. I don't think anybody in the right mind would ever trade Redick for Dante, but it would be great if
0: he came. Because oh, I just think he's a
1: great player. He plays clean basketball, and I think he would fit well with the culture that the Jazz have as a team.
0: He plays hard, too. He's one of those guys out of college. He was an absolute stud out of college. I think he won National Player of the Year for Duke. Um, And he came into the league with people not so high on him because of his athleticism or lack of and his lack of defensive capabilities. But he has put in some work, and he works hard. And he's becoming an excellent player. He's what Jimmer Ferdet could have been. Exactly. if, If Jimmer
1: would have had the drive... And I'm not trying to rag on Jimmer for that, but I'm just saying there was the hype, and then there was mm-hmm. the well, he can't actually play defense. He can't actually run the minutes that we need him to do and consistently shoot. reddick' stuck in there, and it could have come down to just having the right coach and the right association That's to true. cater him, and maybe Jimmer yep. never fell into that. No, nope. uh, but I, they kind of they kind of remind me of each other. They a do. Little bit.
0: I think um, Redick bought into the system of the NBA. And decided he needed right. to work on on some making things. it work. Yeah, right. and to be a role player, he's never been a star in the NBA. He's been a great third, right, fourth right. option, and right. that's worked for him, and he's thrived off it. So that's interesting. Yeah, yeah.
1: I like that. Yeah, let's get
0: him. I'm, I'm <laughs> it's down. It's either
1: that, or, or you know what? Maybe we do get Jimmer for that. We can pay him in Chinese money or whatever yeah. he's playing for right now.
0: He's got to be better than Dante. <laughs> Well, I mean, he may see the floor, which is better than Dante. Right. He, if, if we, he doesn't even see the floor anymore.
1: I still think some jazz fans are upset that the uh, that the Gale never took in Jimmer, because think of the money they would have made on the merchandise. jersey sales would have been the, through the roof.
0: Outrageous. But that's that's not what's best. for Then the we would have
1: traded him later and had lots of money to buy somebody else.
0: Right. It's either that or go with what Merle Voss said: him for a high school bench warmer." I mean, that's that's I'm the in. kind of.
1: That's the kind of love we're getting. (laughs) You know, that actually brings us in kind of into our next week's Touchy Topic. Ooh, let's hear it. Okay, well, you know, I'm sure any of you guys who have been listening or follow any of the Facebook pages or groups, you're going to see a lot of negativity from fans. And uh, even at games, you're going to hear a little bit of Mm -hmm. negativity from fans. So I guess we're trying to find out what the balance is. Is it okay for fans to... Bash on their own team. Yeah, at the game online. Are you sick of it as a fan who doesn't, or are you a fan that's like, no, I, they're playing poorly. They need to be known, but how bad they suck. Somebody's yeah. got to tell them it's not. I, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So what? It's, what's your thoughts?
0: Especially publicly, like on social media right. or at the games. I, I get it. You're just talking with your buds about the game and you're cussing out whoever because he played poor. Uh, that, that makes sense to me. But we'll, we'll see what you guys have to say. We've got some thoughts on it as well. Tune in next week for that touchy topic on whether fans should or shouldn't or have the right to be pissed off at the at the players and vocal about it. So Right, right. And you, you guys,
1: I know you've seen it or read it already. So we just want to hear your thoughts.
0: So look out for our post on the Jazz Nation Facebook group. We're going to put a post out there asking you guys what you think on the topic.
1: The touchy Topic of the week. Yeah! I thought you were going <laughs> to Do you, you want to play it? I was asking you to play it. I don't know that I... It's not... It's not... We're not playing it. It's okay. not going to happen. I don't know why, but it's okay. not going to work.
0: Moving on. I'm yeah. glad you, you sang it then because we got to close it out somehow. That's right. Um, okay. We're done with trade talk. One man whose name came
1: up a couple times, but obviously they weren't in the right mind. Royce O'Neill. We're obviously not trading that guy. In fact, we're still trying to get him on our... Show. Let's
0: let's try right now. Are let's you guys ready call. to call
1: Ty Sullivan, who is, of course, Royce O'Neill's agent? We're gonna
0: get him here. We're gonna get him on the I phone. gave you eight percent. Let's see 8%. how it goes of the okay. the answers. Alright.
1: Well I mean his his front desk guy'll answer. Right, that's true. You Okay. Here we go. Here they're about to answer. Is, I feel good about it. This is real. Yeah. Hey, how are you? Great, how are you? Good, good. I didn't get your name. Oh Sydney, hey, this is Tyson and Jackson. We're actually calling uh, from Utah. We do a podcast for uh, the Utah Jazz. We're trying to get a hold of Ty Sullivan. And and before you transfer me through, you know, we've tried calling him a few times and okay. we haven't really been successful. I and we're a pretty big name, if you know what I mean. So, can, do you have any secrets or tactics to get him to call us or any other way we can get a hold of him? Ty Hi, Sullivan. And you've been transferred over to him. And nothing, nothing's come to fruition? Correct. I mean, that's, that's the only thing I can do for you. I, I don't know how to get... I mean, I'm in L.A., they're in New York, so it's not even possible for me to go and be... Right. Like, hey, answer this call. So, um, do you want me to try transferring you over again? All right, All right, Sydney. Well, that's been beauty. Just go ahead and patch us through. Great. Cheers.
0: What's the name of your podcast, by the way? Jazz
1: Beats. Jazz Beats? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Alright, turn me over right
0: now. Alright, right. cheers. Bye. She must be new. Yeah. Because the last guy was like, Ty Solon, yep, hang on. Oh, she, oh my heart Those dropped. That's the
1: change in between ringtones. <laughs> I thought everything, my whole world was coming to completion. Ty <sighs> office. Hey, Ty, how are you today? Oh, Sebastian. Hey, thanks for taking my call. My name's Tyson Curtis. I'm calling with my uh, co-assistant worker colleague, Jackson. We do a podcast out in Utah. We're trying to get one of Ty's uh, agents on our podcast. Are you able to help us with that? One of Ty's clients or? Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah, I mean, who are you guys looking
1: for? We're looking for Royce O'Neal. He plays for the Utah Jazz.
0: Um, yeah, so if
1: you send me an email, that's probably best. And then I can get into it with the voice. and right. back to you guys. All right. It was Sebastian, right? Yep. All right. Perfect. What's the best email? And we'll send that off today. Man, we're excited, Sebastian. We've been trying to get onto this all all season. So we're excited. What's uh, the podcast, Sam? What are you guys up? We're Jazz Beats. Jazz Beats. Have you guys had teammates of his in the past? No, not Ty Sullivan's. So we're trying to get uh, uh, in. There. No, I'm, I'm Royce. Oh no, no, not Royce. But no. we we have a, uh, a a fondness for Royce and a past connection with him <laughs> with the uh, with our podcast. So we think it'd be really cool to have him on the show. Sure. Yeah, just send her an email with um like timetable on what you guys want him to do and whatnot, and I'll call him on it. All right, man. We're excited. Thanks for the call.
0: Awesome. Thank you, guys. See ya what just happened <laughs> i can't believe that that was I a long knew. process that was way long thanks for hanging in there with us. <laughs> i will probably not drag
1: you through the whole thing but uh
0: wow holy cow we actually got some somewhere we may have to bleep some of that information out. yeah we won't that's, we won't leak right the, the assistance email or anything yes. But, but that we're was one cool. step
1: closer to having royce o'neill on the you show did.
0: We gotta dress up this studio a little bit better. It'll be ready. Okay.
1: Or we'll have We might we'll, go to him. We'll go to him. Yeah.
0: Holy cow. That uh, that happened.
1: Cheesecake oh, Factory, Royce I'm Ontario, like, whatever.
0: Yeah, I'm like like kind of starstruck right now. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know. What to <laughs> All say. we spoke to was someone's assistant.
0: <laughs> Royce's agent's assistant. Just spoke to us. Yeah, on we we're the like phone. on a first name basis with him. Yes, yeah, Bastion.
1: Yeah, I call him Bastion. <laughs> you gosh. call him Sab. Kind so so t- that's <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> All right. Yeah, stay tuned. Holy Thanks, you You guys getting us some famous people on the show.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, let's talk about Timberwolves. Uh, Wednesday night we played the Timberwolves in Minnesota. Um, we've we've come off a rough stretch of games. We had that rough road trip. We had LA at home. We got blown out. Um, we did beat Memphis at home, but um,
1: right. We've played a we've played a lot of teams. Several times early on in the season. Yeah. Like, we played Minnesota and Memphis three times already. Yeah. That's, that's unusual for me. Yeah, that's I, weird. I feel like, anyway.
0: So, anyways, Jazz came to play on Wednesday night against the Timberwolves. Um, looked like ourselves. Conley is still injured and hasn't played in the last few games. Do we have games. an
1: estimated game time not for him I've to come heard. back I with the Hampshire? I think it's just
0: kind of day to day, and then they just right. decide game day whether he's playing or not. Right. Um, I mean, if you watch the. Uh, the the Timberwolves game
1: you obviously saw our offense in in good function things were going well yeah but you were probably still a little bit frustrated from the previous game where we lost to OKC and could have won should have won in Salt Lake right
0: yeah I mean it was that was a hard one to watch we ended up getting beat by about what was it 20 yeah
1: 14 points somewhere along it that line. it seems like
0: when we lose it's by a, a large margin we have we have a tough time coming back from being down and them not just blowing it out. And I think that's a mental thing. Oh, absolutely. For sure with the team. If you
1: look at what we shot against OKC, we shot 47% against OKC, and then when we win the Timberwolves, we shoot 56%. Yeah. I mean, that's... So somehow we just made up on our offense and our three-point shooting against the Timberwolves, and they're not a great defensive team anyway, let's that's be true. honest. And that's well-known in the NBA. They're not the best defensive that's team. That's
0: true. We did look a lot more comfortable. Two things really stood out to me. Um, Mitchell, I thought, had a great game. He was right. facilitating more. He, I think he had six assists um, on Wednesday. And he was also, on his penetration, he was getting deeper into the paint, I felt like. Right. his What's hurt him the, the previous games is he's taken these long, mid-range jumpers. Felt like all of his mid-range jumpers were about at the foul line, which yeah. is in a little bit more, and all right. of his floaters were in six or eight feet. Right. Like they a lot in the paint. more in the paint than, right, right. than he has been. So he's able to penetrate deeper into the lane. and
1: <laughs> you got to get deeper. That's right. So one thing that you mentioned on the podcast a couple weeks ago was about how he needs to diversitize his game up a little bit. He did that against uh, the Timberwolves. He would come in and drive and still dish it out to the coast and give it to George Nang, and he would knock down the three-point yeah. ball on the corner, which he was shooting well that night. He's a great three-point shooter. He is. you, you got to give it to him.
0: He needs to slim down a little bit and, and get lose. a little quicker on he, the he, defensive end.
1: No one's but. no one's worried about <laughs> catching up to George Nang. But, yeah, he's knocking down shots. He's a shooter. Uh, but I appreciated Mitchell. because, And the other thing we talked about, I think it was three weeks ago, was him forcing the offense, t- trying to take it on as – Mm-hmm. the guy and the more that he passes the ball and just lets the offense roll and mm-hmm. then when it's his opportunity he shoots instead of going down and saying i gotta make a basket i gotta get yeah. get points on the board that's when things go wrong and and we don't get the offense defensive offensive rebound and we fall behind possession after possession after possession so and and
0: how about our new starting point guard Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. Yeah, you nailed it that time. (laughs) That's the first time we've done that, (laughs) and and I've actually responded. (laughs) No, we didn't
1: practice either. That's pretty good.
0: Um, Joe Ingles is getting a start for Mike Conley, and he's been great. Um, He is handling the floor well as kind of the floor general. He's got the ball in his hands a lot, making plays. Him and Rudy at the pick and roll has been awesome. Right.
1: I love it when he barely touches the ball. He catches the ball with the left hand and then just... His, his dribble is the pass. Yeah. I love those. And it's so smooth. People forget the the change they have to make against a left-handed player, I feel like, mm-hmm. on the pick and roll because they're so used to guarding the right-hand guy. And all of a sudden, Joe's just so talented, he can just scoop it up with that long mm-hmm. left-hand layup that he sometimes does or just sling it right between the guys and back, catches it and puts it in.
0: Yeah, he's been so good. I, I think his confidence is through the roof right now, finally. Yeah. Right, he's making it. shots, he's facilitating, he's getting the start these last few games. I don't know what we're going to do when Conley comes back. It's going to look like the beginning of the season again. <laughs> I, I'm i serious. I worry about that. On, on a good
1: note, though, let's be positive. Over the next 20 games, I think 17 or 18 of them are under 500 teams. Yeah. Over the next 20 games. Now, I... Can't say that the Jazz are a team that will lose the games they should win. Yeah. That's historically us. But I'm hoping that we can come out of that and be a different team over the next twenty game twenty
0: games. Yeah. I mean there's still a lot of season left. We're still in front of where we were last year. Which is incredible um, to me. Yeah. With with especially with how poor we've been playing lately. Right. Um we we've got some time to catch back up, to get in a rhythm. I hopefully Conley coming back doesn't screw anything up. But the Jazz looked like themselves on Wednesday. Right, and and you
1: know, when Ed Davis came back, it didn't screw us up. We were able to get him back into the rotation, and it was somewhat smooth. I mean, we haven't played great at all, but mm-hmm. him re-entering the rotation didn't disrupt our play, I don't think. I think we adapted really well. Right.
0: Our, our bench still needs to improve. I, I think when, it, when they all come in, it, it gets scary. It does. <clears throat> when you've got Moutier, Jeff Green, Ed Davis all in there together, it's and maybe a Niang it's kind of scary. I still,
1: I don't think we should <laughs> ever. I don't think Quinn should ever have all bench in. I think he's got to have one starter. He's got to figure out a rotation where he can have a, a Donovan on the court. A Probably two,
0: to be but, honest.
1: You're right. You're right. Bogdanovich hasn't been playing well the last two games. But you know what I like about this is you can see how frustrated he is with his performance. You know some players play bad and and they just let it like water off a duck's back. Bogdanovich is bugged. Yeah, he is not happy when he is not playing well, and I like that. that I like too. to see a player struggle and see his struggles and think, "Man, nah, I've got to be better than this." And you can see it on his face. He doesn't hide his emotion no. very well. When he's frustrated, you know it. Croatians, they don't hide their emotions no. well. The apparently.
0: Croatian creation, everybody. That's it. We're still pushing that. um Yeah, <laughs> Bogdanovich. He's going to come back. He's a he's an yeah. amazing offensive player, I've got no doubt, and he works his tail off, which which I love. um talked about last week, we need a, a guy that just has grit and fire and toughness. Yeah. And I, I think at times he shows a little bit of that. Um, but,
1: yeah. But he's not vocal enough to get the whole team going with it. True. He plays that way. But, True. And every time we talked about that player that gets sparked back on the team, it always came back to Jay Crowder. Yeah. Everybody thought... You know, Jay Crowder was that for the Jazz. I feel the same. I swear he was. He had a lot of heart, and I do miss Jay Crowder being no. on the court. His presence. I think the whole Jazz Nation and and roster love Jay. They still love him. I don't think he was happy to leave.
0: No, I don't think so either. I do think Ingles has kind of stepped in back to where he was last year, right, and been more vocal and more more of that leader role. He's just got to do it. Consistently, yeah. And if he's coming off the bench, he's gotta still have that attitude. Yeah.
1: So so tonight we're playing Golden State Warriors here in Salt Lake City.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. The Warriors are down. They're the worst team ever. They're they're pretty poor, but they do have a bunch of young, athletic, kind of hungry. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that players on their team right now are not worried about the record. They're worried about their future contract yeah. potential. Right now, they're trying to say. Look at my stats. I score 18 points a game. So they're all playing hungry, but individually, which means players have good stats, but the team loses at the end of the game. That's what you're going to see with teams like that.
0: Yeah. Did you hear what uh, Steve Kerr, their head coach, said about their team this year?
1: Uh, he was going on a leap year, not coming back. <laughs> actually, the opposite. <laughs> he was
0: actually like having a ton of fun this year, working with these new guys. It's been They've been such a dominant team lately. I feel like he's sat back and just... Enjoyed the ride, but um, oh, there's a lot of, the of strategy players, involved yeah. right now from him, and he's he's working on new lineups and tactics. And he says he's having a ton of fun with this new group. So he'll have to actually coach. Yeah, <laughs> Be, because
1: the last couple of years, Kevin and Steph, I mean, they're they're like coaches on the court. You right. Know? They're they're going to make the play. They're going to walk up, and when Kevin Durant's looking at you, and you're a six-foot-two white guy and Kevin Durant staring at you saying, this is the play we're doing. Well, that's the play you're going to do that's because right.
0: who, who tells Kevin Durant? I mean, he's a legend. He knows what to do. And, yeah. and he just sat back and counted his rings and collected right, a paycheck. Right. But And had nice suits. So the Jazz cannot overlook them and play down to their level or else we're going to get beat. Man, moment.
1: that's the big problem with a lot of good teams is they play down to the level of the team they're playing against, and that's got to stop.
0: But Yeah especially with the Jazz. So look forward to that. Hopefully we can keep the momentum from the T-Wolves game going and get another dub. So enjoy the game tonight, Golden State Warriors. I bet my my, my money is
1: on that we win by 11 points.
0: What's yours? Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to say our momentum is rolling, and we go by 20.
1: Donovan Mitchell, 28 points. Go Bear, 18. Jeff Green's going to get 15 points. Okay. Yeah. Ooh,
0: we're going specific. Yes, I'm on
1: it. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Hey, we have another really exciting thing we want to do with you guys. We want to do a Utah City Edition tie giveaway. Yeah. Brought to you by Ties Ties Donated. They are our sponsor for today's show. <laughs> Thank you, Ties Ties. Uh, Jackson, tell them how it works. We want to give away as many of these ties as we can to spread the fever, baby.
0: So Ties Ties has graciously provided with the number one... On Amazon selling Utah Jazz Tie. It's
1: 100%. That's true. Yep. So
0: um, we've got a few of those to give away. In order to win, we're going to put a post out on our Facebook and our Instagram page. All you have to do is follow us on there and comment two of your friends. Tag two of your friends in the comments and you'll be entered to win. And next week, we're going to announce winners. Is that right?
1: That'll be fun. I'm excited. I want to see everybody try to get this tie. I want to see this tie downtown Salt Lake somewhere on somebody. That'll be that fun. that be
0: awesome. Right? Yeah. Follow us on Instagram and on Facebook for more details about it. Um, giveaway beats. starts Look now. Us
1: Look us up. Invite your friends. Get everybody to follow us and listen to the podcast. Let's get something happening.
0: Yep. Follow our page. Tag two of your friends in our giveaway post and you're entered. So good luck to everybody.
1: And good luck to the Jazz tonight against the Golden State Warriors. We will see you guys virtually next week because we don't actually see anybody in here.
0: Get hyped, Jazz fans. The season is rolling. You're welcome.